Now, Greg Cody, I will pay for your oil. No problem. That will be no problem, sir. I do enjoy a deep fried bird. I do find it delectable. I do believe that that's a good idea. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Kick us off, Greg. Okay, Thanksgiving's over. And now begins the most stressful time of the season for me. Um, I'm not a guy who feels a lot of anxiety, but the first few days after Thanksgiving is when it really hits me. I, I, I feel like an anvil is on me. I feel like an avalanche of snow down a mountainside is coming right after me. And the reason is Christmas gifts. Well, no, no, not even the gifts, not even the gifts, the decorations. Oh. Okay, yesterday's M- Michael's in my garage. He's up in the attic helping me get down dozens of tubs of indoor and outdoor decorations. Your mom takes care of the indoor. I take care of the outdoor. And now, like after we're done recording this podcast, I'm going to be out in my yard putting up lights. And it's, I to be quite frank, I know it's anti-holiday spirit, but I absolutely hate it. I, I hate it. Well, I prefer, I prefer when you're quite Greg, not quite Frank. <laughs> okay um but yeah dad i mean is this you car you is this you wanting me to do a dadder day and help you put up decorations is that what you're asking right now <laughs> oh i've i've given up on dadder day i've given up on dadder day i asked for a dadder day several weeks ago and neither of my sons bit on the idea dad, so, uh, I, I, I said publicly on a podcast i'll do it like let's do it tell me when the last time we talked about that you you talked about not doing it yourself but hiring people that was to, a shtick for the show. Of okay. course, I'm was willing it, to do it. Was it really? Okay. I mean, would two people that I paid to be there be more efficient and more productive than me? Yes. Okay. But if, if it's important to you that it's me, I'll do it. Now, Christopher, you decorate the outside of your house. You don't find it like just something you absolutely dread doing? No, me and Graceland went to the store this morning, actually, and picked out like another. She likes the the air blow up thingies. Like we got a minion okay. with a little with a little uh, elf like the the I think right. it's no, it's the the antlers like little Christmas antlers. OK, the unclers. Yeah, I have a relatively high house, so I only do the the lights where I can kind of get to on a normal ladder. Like I'm not going right. up to my second floor route like to do lights. That's too dangerous. That's smart. I've done the second That's level smart. once, and we don't have a ladder for it. We had to borrow one, so we haven't done it since because I don't yeah. want to buy the ladder. I did it and- the first year, too. Everyone does it the first year in their house, and then they're like, this is high. That's pretty much how it <laughs> went. Yeah. Um, I, I hate the pressure to do it. Like From like your we- wife? Like, like This is basically both of, like, Dad, you're complaining because Mom wants you to do it. The pressure that my wife no, no. feels to to put them up like right away like i I, i'm typically a weekend after thanksgiving get all the lights up i i enjoy that tradition when thanksgiving's as early in the month as it was this year though it's like we we can wait a couple days especially when we've been out of town for an entire week i just i just need to relax you guys can already see in my zoom shot right here i have like a like a christmas tree decoration on our wall our fake (laughs) christmas tree is already up. I'm a new. I'm 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 recently converted over to fake tree. Been been a real tree guy my entire life. Oh yeah, you've gone to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. That that's not good. That's that's not the boy I raised. You, it, it's delicious. It looks good. It smells good, and it's it saves so much anxiety. It saves the money. It saves the time. I'm driving around to three lots looking for the perfect tree that I'm going to overpay for. It's just so yeah. absurd. No, you got to buy a real tree. 
but my my sister in law was like on Tuesday of this week before Thanksgiving on Tuesday. You, you got it. You got it. The, she was like. <laughs> Oh, see all the so many of our neighbors have lights up. I feel really guilty for not having my lights up yet. I'm like, no, this is Thanksgiving. Let Thanksgiving be Thanksgiving. Please worry thank about you. the lights after, but you should never feel guilty about it. Just get them up. No, it, it it that's part of the stress to me is that you're keeping up with the neighbors. Like two thirds of my neighbors already have their lights up. It's ridiculous. Everybody's trying putting stuff up too soon, too early, and now I'm sagging in defeat because I haven't even gone outside yet and put up a single bulb and and my neighbors are illuminated like uh the macy's day parade or something it's ridiculous around here it's just de- debilitating uh but i do love it when they're up i was about to say i feel like this is like you're a guy who appreciates the holidays and likes this time of year right i feel like this is faux outrage from you right now and that you like when your neighborhood is filled with christmas decorations yes i do and and i love it when my house is all done and I can go out there and admire it done for the first time. It's the doing that I absolutely hate. I have noticed throughout the years, back in the day, you would go around the the front of the house and the side of the house that you can drive. Like, it's like got a lot of exposure, one yeah. side of your house. Right. You're, you're on a corner. Yeah, the south and I've side. I've noticed in recent years, the side of the house doesn't really get the lights anymore. It's just like the front <laughs> view. Yeah. See, again, that's adds to my stress because now I'm like, all right, now I got to do my south side, which yeah. I should. You're right. I'm, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because I need to do that. I need to be a, a, a whole house man. Dad, I will a, help you do your guy. lights. What? I will help you do your lights. You actually said that aloud? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I'll take you up on it. I don't like the way you're painting this. Like I'm some like piece of shit son. Like I've, I've offered, like no, I might not. do stuff for the podcast, but I offer to help. Okay, you're 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 a great son. Uh, you, you know, could be a little better in certain areas, such as Natalie. <laughs> but but you know, I, hey, we're not perfect. I want to have a quick uh, review of Thanksgiving before we get away from the holidays and move on. I mean, come on, Dad. You made a turkey. I made two turkeys. I made two deep fried turkeys for the first time. How'd that not go, a... by the way? What? How'd it go? The whole making a turkey, having to keep it warm, to, like until the other one's ready. It was an ordeal, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit much. Um, I did not have a single drop of hot oil spill on my barefoot. I want to get that off the way, out of the way for people who were saw that video of mine and were let's get it off the way. Worried about me or or angry at me or something. That all worked out fine. I thought the turkeys came out great, but I'm going to be very honest. My dressing sucked. It was just awful. Oh, the, the stuffing. The, yeah, the stuffing. Yeah, really the, bad. The, the classic one and the sausage one. I didn't know if like, I, I didn't know if you made it or Aunt Bonnie made it, so I didn't want to be cri- critical of it. But it was, it, it was bad. It was like it was like mushy. It, it was, was like just zero. Bad. There was zero texture to it. You're a texture man. Yeah, you got to throw that thing in the broiler and let that thing get some sear on top of it. Okay, I don't know about a broiler for stuffing, but uh, I'm just saying, like it, it, it needs a little crunch or something. It was very mushy. Yeah, yeah, and and not flavorful. You know, he made I, two of them too. He's like, here's the classic, here's sausage. Right. They just both looked the same and it was just mush. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't need to pile on. I mean, I, I admitted mean, I, I, <laughs> did I, I admitted well, the dressing was bad. I pulled a Stugatz and I took your take and I went flying by. I was like, it's the worst thing I've ever eaten. Right. Uh Yet Yeti, how was your Thanksgiving? You were out of town, right? Yeah, it was it was good. I'm curious to how many pounds I haven't done my weigh in yet, so I don't know how many pounds I put on since we le- since we left. I, I weighed myself before, 
And last year I did this too. I weighed right before we left for my sister-in-law's house and when I got back and I put on uh, four pounds over the, from between Wednesday night and Saturday night when we got home. Um, This year I'm very afraid because we were gone for an entire week this time and I was sick. So I was just like, I had three fried chicken meals, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I had had secret meals every day. So wait, (laughs) do you let it fly with the candy too during the holiday week? Like that's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which it was, it was. there wasn't there wasn't as much candy laying around, but yeah, I just I didn't hold back on anything, and I probably ate an entire pecan pie myself. Jane, <laughs> oh my god! Jane tried out a new crust. Uh, Alex called me last night to ask about this, and so we were talking, and and he was very infatuated with the idea that Jane, she switched up the crust this year because a lot of, she she hasn't had the best crust the last couple of years, so she <laughs> went to a. Come on, Jane. A, a shortbread cookie. Stick up your, step up your crust game, Jane. Sh- well, she did. She did a shortbread <laughs> cookie crust for her pecan pie. Oh my gosh. It was so good, but it was so heavy. But I ate probably at least one of those pies myself. You sound and, like Duff. Uh, yeah. Wasn't that the, the guy from Food Network? Duff Goldman. Oh, Duff Gold. I don't know. I don't know. But either way. Um, uh, thank you for saying yep, even though you had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> I didn't know who you yep, meant. I and, I, and I watched the Food Network. Um, but yeah, He's the, the guy uh, that judges all the baking competitions. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, it was, it was awesome. But yeah, no, so we, we did a Cajun fried bird. But we also did a, um, my, my brother-in-law smoked his first bird. Were you shoeless? He was not willing to be shoeless. He was wow. in crocs. Did you tell him when, that that would help? Makes it I told better? him, I was like, this is breaking tradition, but they, once again, do not care okay. Uh, okay. about me or Greg Cody, um, okay. which makes me sad. Uh, but, and <laughs> but then you just, when they, re- they reject your request and you say that kind of thing. Zagaki. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, but yes, we, we, he, he smoked his first bird and he did, uh, the, he used the, uh, the method that is apparently known as spatchcocking. Oh, I know that. So we, uh, me and my brother-in-law were spatchcocking this weekend. Yeah. Um, I do that a lot. Yes. Where you flay out the bird, yeah. uh, remove the backbone or whatever. And that turned out really nice too. It was also Cajun, but yeah, the turkey was great. I ate mostly, I barely ate any sides. I mostly ate turkey the whole time because, because wow, it was rare. good. And I, I love when turkey's done right. Yeah. It's really easy to get a bad bird. But but yeah. when it's done right, I love it. Absolutely love it. Dad, did you know Roy accepted your challenge for a turk off? Okay, what are the details? We got to just figure out the best way to do it. We don't really have an oven in our studio, so... Well, the problem is, keep in mind, I'm deep frying, which I know. you don't want to do indoors. Is yours mobile? It's mobile, but... Like we have an outlet. Like there, like like, there is like a terrace. <laughs> there is? Deep frying a turkey in a Miami alley. <laughs> no, but no, we have like... We have like the top, like by the where the pool deck is. Like it's actually like a really nice open area. Like I'm okay, sure we'd have would... to like, I'm sure we'd have to get approval on all this stuff. Yes, and, you'd, yeah. you'd you'd probably have to fill out a, an additional um a certificate of insurance. Probably but like we right. have, but we like we're cool with like the owners of the buildings. Like so, like yeah. I think they're willing to let us do stuff. But and then they, okay. like I'm sure they have an oven somewhere that they could let Roy. So we could kind of do it like I, the way I envision it. It's like in show on a Tuesday. We have like a, a crew set up near you, a crew set up near Roy, and we're like throughout the show, like Roy's cooking like his, you're cooking yours, and then we bring it to our studio for the taste test. No, the one, the the, the one thing I would want, I'll buy my own turkey, but I would like Meadowlark to pay for the oil. Okay, I think because right. it it involves four Dad, I'll gallons. Get, I'll, of, we'll get the oil. Don't worry. I, I, like, this okay, is not but I don't want you to, to pay for it. Okay. I want uh, Skipper to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It involves uh, up to four gallons. Oil uh, is expensive. Uh, now, now, Greg Cody, I will pay for your oil. No problem. That will be no problem, sir. I do enjoy a deep fried bird. I do yeah, find fake, it delectable. Fake, fake limited John Skipper. I do believe um, that that's a good idea. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, I accept the Turk off. I don't not only accept it, I invented it. I'm the challenger. Right. No, I think I think the, for me it makes sense. It feels like a holiday thing, so maybe maybe like one of our last shows before the Christmas break would be a good time, I think. Let's uh, do it. I'll 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 get the wheels rolling. Yeah. I'll get the I'll ball. Do you don't get the wheel. I'll get the ball rolling on uh get everything rolling. Or once again, um, Greg Cody can steal the show at a Levitard event, and for this December eleven or this uh, Monday Night Football watch party, Greg and Roy do the Turk off there. Wait a that got, that's an option as well, but that, that I, seems a little. I am not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, Thank Greg you very actually, much. Greg oh, probably has right. to cover that game. I have to cover that game. I am a working journalist. I, I also I also saw Dad that you're working Christmas Eve this year. Yeah, I hate that. Oh, you know, honestly, I'm going to say something that I shouldn't say aloud, but. If it was anything but a huge game against the Dallas Cowboys, if it was like they were playing Carolina or somebody at home, I totally would ask, hey, I don't want to work Christmas Eve. Can I Can I please not cover this game? But I can't do that to my boss when it's Dallas. Did you work Christmas Eve last year or was it Christmas Day? It was Christmas Day because uh, it was on Sunday last it's year. It's been recent that I have worked the holiday, yeah, which I absolutely hate. I, I that that's the worst thing for me. Last year you it, traded though, so you didn't have to go to Buffalo or, yeah, or, think, or New England. I think that was a trade. You got a good memory. Um, I think I might be having to cook a meal at your uh, Christmas Eve meal now because Christie's parents aren't doing Christmas Eve honestly this year. So it's it's a, it's a weird situation where we have nothing to do on Christmas Eve, and I was oh, like, wow. I was like, Mom, I'm coming over and I'll cook. Okay, have you said that to her? Because she hasn't mentioned it to me. Uh, no, I, I I told it to Christy today, so I was just thinking, okay. plotting it out. Okay, Mom will hear it for the first time. She'll hear it on the podcast for the first time. By the way, welcome to the Greg Cody Show podcast, everybody. <laughs> Hope your holidays or holidays Wait, are doing great. I thought we were just catching up as friends about the holidays. This was yeah, on air. We are. We, we just happen to be on a podcast. Um. By the way, later in the episode, we have a brand new. Uh, segment of Greg's Lobo's Hard Knocks, which is like nothing you've ever heard before. I'm very excited about that. And uh, but before we get onto that, uh, Christopher, this is aimed at you because you're a big baseball fan more than Yeti. Wow, that's insulting to Yeti. I mean, he's a big I, Mariners, I think big Mariners fan over here. Okay, well, you know what, Yeti's welcome to join in the fray here as well because I just got my BBWAA 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. God, in the mail. A, you said that so that was you could have said that better. BBWAA twenty twenty four baseball very... hall of fame ballot. <laughs> did, did you just want to tell everyone that you're all like you're just like I yes. just got my ballot in yeah. the mail? No, I like that. When I, when I die, I want that on my tombstone. BBWAA Hall of Fame voter. That's all I want. I don't even want my name on the tombstone. Right, just the fact be, that I'm a Hall of Fame voter. That'll be like also owner of AAMFT. That's right. And and owner of Comley, uh, the racehorse, and author of a pride, the pride of a lion, and That's host all I want of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. He just That's wants right. he just wants his tombstone to be like a baseball card. He got his picture on the front, and yeah. on the back, it's got his stats. That kind of thing at the bottom. That kind of thing at the bottom. In quotation. That's correct. And then etched in the corner. Oh yeah, also married to Arlene. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then like just like a thing of salt, like a statue of salt at the very Ooh. top of the. Wow, I like that. And then just like, uh, well, just for some reason, the word me. A salt <laughs> shaker. Top, yes, I like that idea. Corner. And maybe a Greg Cody show with Greg Cody Christmas ornament. Oh, yes. Which you can now buy <laughs> at shop.thegregcodyshow.com. We Who have. want that on their tree? 
We oh, have millions. So far, we've got the floating head. We've got Greg's Lobos, PFPI Fantasy. Nice. And we, you can also get, for the first time in history, an ornament that says, nice hat. Okay. <laughs> now that I'm with. The face nice one. Put the ornament. face. Put the face one up again. That is just something. Here, you want to want a picture of something no one would want on their tree? I wouldn't want that on my tree. There you go. Dad, you're my dad, and I would not want that on my tree. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to my tree. I need to stay married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would put that on my tree, but it would be on the rear corner where no one but the cat could see it. If you take a picture of that ornament on your tree, Greg Cody will drive to your house. <laughs> It's possible, whether you like it or not. Look, the back, the backing is a nice white, and so it can be signed really easy. And so maybe he'll drive to your house and sign his face for no, you. No, he will. Right. My dad but, will drive to anyone's house who and sign it, whoever buys it. Right. But all week this week, Cyber Week deals, the entire week from Monday through Sunday, 15% off plus free shipping. I think that th- we had 30% off on Black Friday. That's a really good deal. But my favorite deal is when we do 15% off plus free shipping. Yeah. 15% off free shipping. That's a win for everybody. So go shop.thegregcodyshow.com. All the merchandise, including the ornaments, 15% off free shipping. On the other side of the tombstone, there's like just a, you know, a statue of your foot with the nail, like looking like <laughs> <Yeah>. a, <laughs> with that gross toenail. Uh, Yeti. A little behind the scenes, you know how we posted a picture on Thanksgiving of my dad sh- shoeless? Yeah. Because remember, that we, we did two birds. So I actually, because I was at my in-law's house, I was actually not there for the dropping of the first bird. So the video you guys saw was actually the second bird going in. And for the first bird, my dad had a totally different outfit on and shoes. <laughs> but he was just like, the internet needs me shoeless for this. So then he went and for some reason put a different outfit on, took his Thank shoes you. off. And was like, all right, now I'm ready for the video. Correct. So it's like, it, my dad, there was a lot of effort that went into. I saw actually, dad, didn't that pizza place like tweet at us? Yeah, they did. They, they, yeah, Lou. Oh, Malnati's, yeah. Yeah, Lou Malnati's. That, that sure actually, they... that shirt got a lot of comments and, and it typically yeah. does. And, uh, and they, they, the restaurant did tweet at you. Oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, I love Malnati's. You see, are you, are you really glad about that? You, you, that was the most insincere. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> well, here's the heard. thing. Uh, uh, tweeting that they like it is nice. Uh, you know, throw me a T-shirt in the mail, and that's nicer. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or how about the next time you're there, a free meal? There you go. Maybe we can work that out. If Lou's listening, uh, that kind of thing. How mad is he that we've completely distracted him from Hall of Fame talk? Yes, good. Oh no, no. Thank you, thank you for the reminder. Um, no. Okay. All right. There's 26 names on the ballot. 12 of them are first timers. When I look at the first time nominees. Only one name pops out at me as a near certainty, as like a guy I'm I'm very likely going to vote for as a first ballot guy, and that's Adrian Beltre. Ugh, no, Beltre first ballot though. Like that's a bad list if he's the best one by far. Well, I want it, you to, it Dad, is real fast. Like we'll we'll react to it after. I want you to rattle off all of those new names. Okay, uh, all right, and and you guys stop me if if it's a let's, definite hall of fame or let's you. just let's just both think in our head who they are and let you get through the whole list okay this is it's a dozen names and it's alphabetical jose batista adrian beltre bartolo Colon, adrian gonzalez matt holiday victor martinez joe mauer brandon phillips jose reyes james shields chase utley and david wright to me joe mauer and there was a name who was like the third name you said third or fourth oh. name Bartolo Colon. No, keep going. Matt Holiday. No. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez. Victor Adrian Martinez. Gonzalez. I feel like Adrian Gonzalez. I, I have to look at his numbers. In terms of the quality hitter he was, he kind of felt like he had 
a Hall of Fame stretch, but I'd have to look at his total numbers. Yeah, Joe Mauer, Joe Mauer was one of the best catchers of that era. Yeah, and it's easier for catchers to get in, I think. That feels I don't know about first ballot, but it doesn't feel a lot of those are just obviously not Hall of Famers. Right. 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 I, I would I would I don't know enough about the numbers to say that Utley would probably be the one that I would have guessed. If you just told me, guess which one off your list? I would have thought you would, if you would have just said all those names to me and said which one of these is like, a, is probably, I would have said Joe Mauer. Okay. My favorite on the list is Beltre. But Beltre does, he was around a long time. So he probably yeah. compiled more stats than all, like Adrian, like he probably has more home runs, even though I think of Adrian Gonzalez at his peak as a better hitter than Adrian Beltre. Okay. I think if you look at Beltre's career stats, you'll you'll see why I think he's the most likely he got, to. Does he have four hundred home runs? Uh, I think he was like three seventy eight or something, pretty close to it. Um, I love that I, you chose him. I mean, I, he, he was a big part of me becoming a Mariners fan, but uh, but I, I, I don't know that I would have guessed that that would have been your first choice. I only had five guys on my ballot last year, and none of them made it. Um, I, I voted for Todd Helton, Billy Wagner. Alex Rodriguez and Manny Ramirez, uh, the steroid guys, quote unquote. So it's going to be interesting to see if Alex Rodriguez gets on because he was way short last year. So yeah, it's anyway. Alex Rodriguez. That would be. <laughs> I, I was about to say a Rod, and I got caught in the middle of uh, <laughs> nickname versus versus not. Um, while we're on sports, uh, uh, what did you think of the Black Friday wins for the Dolphins and the Hurricanes? They both won easily. Like they beat bad teams, but they they both won easily. What did you think of uh, of those games, Christopher? I did not watch a second of the UM game because I was uh, cleaning out my closet. Oh man, nothing like a good like. I know it's called spring cleaning usually, but I did a winter cleaning. Right. Just, I must have gotten rid of, of like forty percent of my clothes. You needed to. Yeah, I hadn't done it in a while, <laughs> and I, what was that? Is that a, style, a joke in my style? But. uh um yeah it's just that's what i was doing so i didn't see any of that the dolphins game uh you know handling their business that's it i mean as as they usually do the mystery of tim boyle was solved pretty quickly (laughs) um yeah pretty awful but it's nice to see the dolphins move the because that if we're just looking at units the jets defense is a good good. unit and the dolphins didn't it it wasn't like the dolphins struggled like they had like a good amount of yards and you know it, it was good to see them be able to, you know, Jalen Phillips injury, the turf oh, gets, that, that was brutal to watch. And that's terrible. I, I, like, I know I, I hear a lot of noise on the internet about a turf, like claims another victim. Like, are the numbers that telling that like turfs do this? Like, why are we on turfs? If, you know, I don't know the well, numbers behind it. So I don't, I don't want to do the whole thing where I'm outraged when I don't really know what I'm talking about. But, you know, the internet seems to think that these turfs are injuring a lot of guys. Um, I don't, I can't quantify it. I don't have the numbers, but when when the players like when several players say that that's a notorious turf that it sucks that it's dangerous the nfl needs to listen and and check into why everybody is saying that and and take action because that turf may very well have cost it did cost jalen phillips the rest of this season and and some not all players come back from an achilles injury so and i think it, the question is if we're really just big picturing this jalen phillips is which like he's what the third most important Dolphins defender fourth like he's in the handful of like they had four or five studs and he's one of them so yeah he's one of their top five I think it is one of their deeper positions with Van Ginkle and Agba being able to kind of step into that role but you know hopefully this doesn't prove to be a big loss for the Dolphins because the Dolphins the aspirations for the Dolphins are as high as they go like you have to at this point 
hope to be in the AFC championship game. Like right. the Dolphins have set the standard for this season where I think if you reach the AFC championship game and you lose to a Bills team or you lose to a Chiefs team, that's not a disappointing season. That's a clear step in the right direction. I think right. anything short of that at this point, a, a, a buy in the first round, or they play the first round, win it, and get to the second round. They lose that second round. Like that's a disappointing season at this point. I agree. So, I'm you just gotta hope that the Jalen Phillips injury isn't a big enough loss where it takes them out of that. Right. No, they they still have a lot on defense. Bradley Chubb is having an excellent season, much better than last year. Uh, I think you mentioned Emmanuel Ogba, who I don't believe plays for the team anymore. What are you talking? Who's number ninety one? I don't. I haven't memorized the numerical roster. I don't know Dad, who ninety one is, but Dad, I think I think you just showed your ass. Well, it could be. It is Emmanuel I, Ogba. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just he. Uh, to your point, he's been put with Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips. He does. He's like a backup now on the team. Right. Okay. My he's bad. <laughs> simply on the like, simply on the team stuff. Okay. Yes. I th- for some reason, I thought he left in free agency. That that's totally on me. That is on you. Okay. <laughs> and we're definitely leaving it in the podcast. In fact, I think you need to take a two-minute break, and we're going to go to commercial. Okay. Greg I deserve the penalty Greg's box. going to go in the penalty box for a couple minutes. Okay. We're going we're gonna to take a quick break and hear about Sheets and Giggles. And now a poem about Sheets and Giggles by Yeti Blanc. Ah, Sheets and Giggles, perfect for sleeping or romantic tickles. Their sheets are renowned as a wonderful gift. Great sleep and good cheer. Oh, the spirits you'll lift. Cash in right now with their Cyber Week sale. With savings like these, there's no way to fail. Get a new mattress for 500 off. A deal that Greg Cody could not even scoff. They've dashed prices on sheets up to 60%. Such quality, such savings. Now that's money well spent. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Code thanks. Save 10% more. Take that to the bank. Act now. Don't wait to spread sleep and cheer. These deals won't come back until this time next year. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Order with speed. Use promo code thanks for the sleep that you need. The end. Support the Greg Cody Show by supporting our friends at Sheets and Giggles. And now... Back to your regularly scheduled programming. I know I said it last week, but if you want to support us and support Yeti doing these creative poems, sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code. Thanks. Thanks. Promo code thanks once that again. Is, and we're thankful for you guys. Sheets and Giggles is thankful for you. So just I just want to hammer it home. Please support us. Support Sheets and Giggles. It's a great gift this time of year. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Promo code. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Take it away, Greg. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he, All right. and he's, um, he's just staring at me. I, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't know where we were going or what we were doing. Um, we're doing a podcast. Which is usually finished, the case. We just finished the halfway point, And now you, this is where you talk more. Okay. This is, well, we, we, we talked about the Dolphins and the Canes. Um, what do you guys think of Villainous Michigan? Uh, beat not only beating uh, Ohio State, but now they play Iowa in the conference championship, which they're going to win by four touchdowns. Iowa <laughs> doesn't have an offense, and so Michigan, under that cheating cloud, is is going to be in the college football playoff. Am I am I the only one who cares about that? Like every nobody else seems to think that 
Michigan. But that that this is what bothers me about this. I want okay. you right now. With you just told me you're mad. What did Michigan do? Michigan is alleged to have had someone on their staff hire people to go to opposing stadiums and steal the other team's signals. And and one of them even dressed as an assistant coach for an opposing team and was on the sideline of that team. Now, the question is, did Jim Harbaugh know about it? The Big Ten obviously thought he had some responsibility because they suspended him for the last three games of the regular season. The NCAA is currently investigating that. And the the reporting is that if Michigan, whether or not Jim Harbaugh knew about it, the NCAA phrase is institutional control. And if they find that Michigan had no institutional control by not knowing about this renegade guy who was cheating by sealing opponent signals against the rules, then they could have serious sanctions against them next season. So what I know is they could potentially be in trouble. Yeah, but it's like everyone is trying, like you're allowed to try to steal people's signs. Yes, you can't have somebody on the sideline, but it's like, it's a gray area. I just, it's it's kind of just like, hey, stop that kind of thing. As opposed to like, like he should, so he should lose his job. The kids shouldn't get to play. Like, I'm not with that. Okay. First of all, I don't know that he should lose his job, but I don't think they should be in the college football playoff. I, I think it taints the college football playoff. And and I'm not the only one to say that. Stephen A. Smith has said that. Others have written it. I think I was on the early side of writing that, but others think that as well. And, you know, in this case, the, the rule, if, if, if you're trying to steal the other team's signs in game, during a game, that is legal. But if you're doing it not in a game situation, if you're sending people to other games to steal on your behalf, if you have someone, rep- you know, in in another team's coaching uniform on the sideline, that, I mean, that's not this, within the rules. I mean, I can send a scout to watch you play the week before and be be looking at your sidelines. Okay, they put that sign up. They're running this defense now. Like, yes, you can do okay. that. <laughs> okay, your rationale is everybody does it. Yeah, it's like in baseball. Like, yeah, okay. like I don't want I don't want you using a, a track. Like, I don't want people in spots they shouldn't be. But like people in the dugout, yeah. If if a catcher if a catcher's showing his signs, then yes. Okay. Like, yeah, I I find zero problem with with picking up on the if people are tipping what they're doing, and we're able to figure that out. Be better at hiding it. That's your yeah. that's your fault, you know. And if we were good enough and had the you know to to pick up on that with our observations. I'm not a big fan of the idea of recording, but at the same time, you can devise a lot from game tape, I would think. Now, I'm coming from a place of ignorance on this. I I am. I don't know the inner workings of how game tape works and when you're reviewing it, but I don't see a ton of difference in if you're able to spot something on game tape when you're watching the other team's film or going back and watching their games, you can see their tendencies and stuff. There's, There's probably not a ton of difference. It does feel more blatant if you are sneaking around and you are directly trying to film what they're doing and syncing that up with how they react. But it's not too far separate. And I don't think we're saying that Michigan hasn't done anything wrong here. But I think that you're wanting to be on the far extreme of like out of the playoffs. And it's just like it can be there's gray area here where it can also be Jim Harbaugh suspended for X amount of games and a couple people fired who were ring leading it. And you do, like, you, you do have to, you know, try to have, if, if it's considered le- legitimately cheating, you know, then yeah, there needs to be something to try to, to thwart it. The thing is, is it going to, 
it's never going to come out evenly to, you know, for, for the teams that do it either. The Big Ten, their own conference, uh, thought there was something there enough to suspend the coach, and the NCAA is investigating so, and supposedly so has a lot of info. Make, so. so you want to make sure the kids... Are, are hurt by this like we got the coach now it, it, can, it can it can hurt the coach's future recruiting efforts too though if his kids end up getting not being able to play right, loss in, of scholarship maybe if you take away a few scholarships like i'm, I'm okay know. with that it's just the whole like it just seems like it's like you're calling for kicking him out of the playoff i mean geez that's that seems like a that seems extreme does it okay you're allowed to think it seems extreme Stephen A. Smith and I disagree. Them being in the playoff will probably make it harder for Florida State to get accepted, considering the the injury to their quarterback, and they didn't blow out Florida. You know, so personally, I would rather see Florida State there, but Michigan's clearly the better team. I love how you're holding right. up Stephen A. Smith, like he's do, he's literally always on the extremes, doing the the thing that's going to get the most clicks. Like, yeah, like right. Anyone I, else? I, I, Does anyone else agree with you besides Stephen A. Smith? No, I I haven't kept track, but I I mentioned him. Only to illustrate that uh, prominent national media members are in line with me. I'm not alone on this whole idea. Members or member? Um, you know, members. It's a big uh, club, kid. It's a big club. I think Ohio State should remain in the top four, even though they lost. Who did they beat this season? Ohio State is the third best team in the country right now, clearly. If Ohio State played Washington, if Ohio State played FSU, Ohio State would win that game. They would be favored to win that game. What are you talking about? Washington has had such a tougher schedule than okay. Ohio State. Who All the right, hell is Ohio? I'm looking, at, I'm looking at their schedule right now. They barely beat Notre Dame. That's a good win. Right. And they beat Ohio. And they beat Penn State, who's a fraud. That's it. Penn State's a good team. Penn State's a good team. They're yeah, not. Two loss team. Dad, I'm gonna, now I'm going to pull up Washington's football schedule. Go ahead. I think Ohio State is the third best team in the country. That is Even crazy. though they just lost. That is crazy. Okay. They would beat Alabama. They would beat Texas. Washington has beaten Oregon, USC, Utah, Oregon State. Those are all the ranked opponents. And Arizona. I know you're saying you're, you, don't, you don't follow college football. Oregon State is ranked 11th in the country right now. Yeah, I, mean, I know that. I can already see you mocking Oregon State. I'm just saying. And, and they beat Arizona, who I, I know had a really good win yesterday. Arizona's nine and three, fifteen in the country. They beat Arizona I earlier think, in the country. I think Greg just gave us a good bowl game with Alabama versus Ohio State. That'd be. Let's see those two play each other. That'd yeah, be a that'd be a game. very good game. Uh, that would be Alabama favored by like six and a half points. <laughs> I doubt it. You saying Washington has been less impressive this year than Ohio State is wild. Like that, I'm telling you, no. But you want to talk about like national pundits agreeing with you? Nobody is saying that. It was like consensus. Michigan too. Michigan's in the same boat. Neither of them have had hard schedules at all. That was that's why yesterday's Saturday's game was so cool because that was literally a playoff game. Because the okay, loser. Answer, answer me this. Answer me this, Christopher. If what you say is true, then why before Saturday's games was Ohio, with the same record, Ohio State was ranked second and Washington was ranked fourth. Why is that? Because what? Because Ohio State was preseason number like three and Washington because they're not a perennial powerhouse, was probably, like, check the rankings. I don't know what Washington, like, it's just the math. Okay, of- so, but, so like me, the poll voters evidently think Ohio State is better. No, I mean, Ohio State beat Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame ended up being, like, I gotta check, I don't think Notre Dame ended up being that good, but, Dad, okay, I'm Dad, I, I'm just saying, the Pac-12 this year was better than the Big Ten. Okay. That's it. Okay, you'd, you'd get some argument there. No, I wouldn't. 
the disappearing Pac-12, the crumbling Pac-12, RIP. You know, that, that's wild. It, it was, it's odd that it was so good the year that it's being dismantled, but. You know what's funny? Uh, on ostensibly what is a sports podcast that hardly ever talks about sports, we have talked more about sports in this podcast than we have in a lot of others. So let's move on. How about some three facts, Jack? I could do that. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. Number three. Long before he became an actor and gained fame in Game of Thrones, Peter Dinklage fronted a 1990s punk band called Wizzy. Number two. Wait, wait he was the front man? Yeah. I got a, what's it called? Wizzy, W-H-I-Z-Z-Y. I like it. You'll see a photo of him punk banding, leaning into a microphone with a punk-like scowl on his face. I ain't making this up, people. He has a good scowl for it, too. That would yeah. work. These three facts are true facts, Jack. Oh, yeah, I see it. You see it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Number two, according to the U.S. Geological Survey, the literal center of the United States, the 48 states excluding Alaska and Hawaii, is an otherwise nondescript field north of Lebanon, Kansas. The place once attracted enough tourists to have a motel, but it has since closed. Number one, to most of us, the day after Thanksgiving is known as Black Friday. To plumbers, the day is nicknamed Brown Friday. Oh, no. That's because the day after Bird Day is twice as busy as any other day of the year for plumbers. The main problem is clogged kitchen sinks and garbage disposals. The main cause is grease and potato peels. Oh, wow. I thought we were going somewhere else with that. I know. With, with brown, I actually, uh, Uncle Dick I, got, got a little too sauced. I, I was actually, actually going to say, I was about to criticize people. It's like, learn how to poop. Like, God, like you don't have to go like or eat. Just don't eat so crazy. Like, I don't find myself like pooping any differently. Like maybe, right? you know, maybe some people eat cleaner than me normally. And that's why when they eat on Thanksgiving, that's when maybe my stomach's like used to this kind of life. So it turns out it's not because of pooping. It's because right. of even though they call it brown. The potato peels will get you on the garbage disposal. We, we've suffered that a couple of times. Yes, for sure. Yeah, we have too. My mother-in-law, um, right on Thanksgiving Eve several years ago, through an entire whole potato, un unbaked, so it's you know, not soft at all, just an entire whole potato down. Is you, she said, is your garbage disposal good? And we're like, yeah. And she just, okay, boom, gone, clogged, instantly yeah. stopped. And it, it, it almost so ruined dumb. things. Good. What a dumb thing to do. <laughs> well, we really remind is. her every year. <laughs> Plus, what a waste of a potato. You ever put like a, a little... A lemon wedge in at the end to cl cl clean it out. Love, love putting my my old lemon peels in there and stuff. A little citrus, yeah. a little yeah. citrus at the love end. It. Nice. Um, a little tip out there for you: if you put something gross in there, follow it with a little citrus. Nice. I like that. Yeah, I, I put lemon juice down there sometimes, not the rind, because the garbage disposal will not dispose of a of a rind. Oh, mine right? does. Yeah, it does it? Yeah. Oh yeah, and it oh, helps wow. clean it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. Am I the only one of the three of us who hates, and I've written about this, who hates, not just dislikes, but hates the NBA's in-season tournament? What is wrong with it? Yes and no. I was watching a Heat game on Friday, and I was like into it. I was into it way more than I would normally be into a regular season game. Like, okay. what? Like, like, I don't believe there's no reason for you to not like it. It's just added games of meaning. It's like, okay. hey, these playoff games are fun to watch. Let's make more games with slightly bigger stakes. Like, go ahead. Try to give me a reason why it's bad. Okay. First of all, what is the meaning? It's a made-up tournament. 
What are they? It's a made-up league. It's a made-up game. So I, the, I don't, I don't okay, like if, that if, argument. If you win the in-season tournament, are you going to hang a banner from the rafters that says "2023 yeah. in-season yes. tournament yes, champion"? Dad, that, but now you realize it's giving a chance. Like the maybe the the, the Charlotte Hornets are going to win it, and this team that has had this isn't for the Miami Heat. This isn't for the Warriors. This is for. I mean, yes, these teams can win it, but this is for. The, the Bulls, this right. is for the Wizards. This is to give this team a, just something that means something. Okay, the games count in the regular season standings. Right. So it's not a separate tournament. It's a tournament that's half regular season and half tournament. Because right. like, people like it's you. It's complicated. You, people like you would be so irate if we made them play more games. So it's like, we'll kill two birds with one stone. They're going to play all these games that everyone says are meaningless. So we're going to throw a little extra meaning into them. And it's not that complicated. Like, God, yeah. yes, for someone like you that it's just like, I don't like change. Like, if you, just, if you just read one article that explains how it works, it couldn't be less complicated. It's a World Cup type thing. Right. There are groups. You do a round robin. The best two records move on. You right. seem to fit. You figure, do, is, the, is the World Cup confusing to you, Dad? No. Okay. Well, then now you're just being difficult because it's the exact same no. format. I don't like the fact that it's going on intermingled with everything, but this probably Why? this what is do you me care? showing. I, I would I would prefer to see it over like a two week period, like just kind of concentrated and more towards the mid the but middle then the of the season's season. longer. And now and but then people always complain about how meaningless NBA games are in the regular season. Oh no, I think wow. you should do it like in a bubble, kind of with a bubble type feel where you're doing all the games. You're playing the same games that you would have played, but you're just doing it in a okay this two-week period or ho however long, all the games here are tournament games and, and go into that. But there's a reason I'm not paid to, you know, plan God, these things. This was... That would be simpler. I just feel like like something like the Maui Invitational is what I'm thinking. Like, like I, I love kind of the, the format of the Maui Invitational or one of these, you know, early season college tournaments. Like something like that would mean more to I would, feel, would would mean more to I feel like me. I'm yeah. going to just do something right now that's going to piss my dad off because he gets real mad at me. But like, this is such a mail-in bleep. You're you're just faking this entire episode. You even admitted what? it with like all the sports topics you're bringing up. You don't give a shit about this in-game season tournament. Yes, I do. Give, you I don't hate give it. a shit about the last thing we talked about. I already forgot it. Okay, first last, of all, like you're just you're you're looking for topics and you're just no. like I don't like this turn. You don't give a shit about these turn. Okay, I'd rather first of I'd all, rather us do an episode where you're like talking about something at a restaurant that you actually believe. You're just like let me hit these topics. Let me say I don't like it. It's just it's just I don't I don't believe any of this. Okay, well first of all, you're dead wrong. You don't know what I believe and I don't appreciate you uh coming off like uh, painting me as some sort you. of a, I told you I was going to piss him I don't off. like you painting me as some sort of a fraud by saying things I don't believe in I, I Dude, don't listen to me let me have a word in here now we're talking a month ago before the in-season tournament even started I wrote a column eviscerating this tournament I, I I wrote an entire column saying why I thought it was wrong uh, it's starting with wrong. the fact that it's a terrible name it's an All awful right. name in-season tournament talk about a generic name so don't tell me now. No, I believe you were faking no, 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 it then just too. Quit interrupting I, me. I believe you were faking it then too. No, I was not. <laughs> like I don't fake <clears throat> things that I write, and I don't appreciate you saying that I do. You're free to disagree and tell me why I'm wrong, but don't tell me that I'm faking it or contriving a topic for whatever reason. It's absolutely not true, and it impinges on my integrity, and I don't appreciate it. I'm here. I'm just hiding.
I knew, I knew that I, I knew I was going to get him with it. But I mean, because you're, that, you're, just you're, feels, you're I, telling people that I'm making shit up just to have something to say. And it's not true. Okay. I just think it's that, that I just don't understand how you could be. So like all, all the NBA did was give you something more with like, like a cool little wrinkle. It doesn't change anything for all you people that hate it. You don't have to pay attention to it. It's just the regular season. Right. I get it. It's a new thing, but to, to, to be like, to be like, I don't like it. It's just like, okay, I don't understand what, what it's doing to anger you. It's more incentives for the teams that don't okay. win the championship ever. It's like the Orlando magic now have something to play for. And it's like, like, I just don't understand the outrage of it. Maybe, maybe you, you strongly feel that way. I apologize. And nothing quite like an apology to help us take a break from this heated conversation and uh, jump into the latest episode of Hard Knocks Greg's Lobos. Greg, the producer, sent me a note, said you tried to get a little funny on this episode. So let's roll that tape and see how it went. Okay. Imitation. The sincerest form of flattery. Greg's Lobos find themselves thrilled that the NFL has now copied the in-season hard knocks idea that the Lobos invented. Unfortunately, the Lobos have thus far failed to invent a winning season as we listen in on the latest team meeting. My Lobos, we now stand fifth of 10 teams in the PFPI Fantasy League with a five and six record. We're still in the thick of the playoff chase, but after two losses in a row, I see some long faces. I see the shuffling gait of despondence. So I'm going to skip the usual team meeting today because I've decided that more than X's and O's, my Lobos need laughter. We're too tight. Got to get light. So I want to do a little stand-up routine here. That's right. Dad Jokes Football Edition. Lobos, what's the difference between a Jets fan and a baby? The baby will stop whining and crying after a while. How many Jets fans does it take to change a light bulb? None, because they're so used to living in the Lobos' shadow. No heckling, please. Who died and made this guy Brad Willis? How do football players stay cool during the game? They stand near the fans. Oh. Why did the football sigh? It was deflated, but enough about Belichick. But seriously, what did the football say to the punter? Man, I get a kick out of you. Later that evening, a surprisingly optimistic Greg Cody meets with his coaches. I'm not going to lie, coach. That didn't go well. Really? I thought the Bows loved it. They were ready to run through a brick wall leaving that meeting room. Yeah, they ran through a wall to get the hell out of there. All right, well, hopefully uh, hopefully, Hard Knocks caught us inspiring the Lobos to end this two-game losing streak. I want to thank you all for joining on, on this podcast. I want to apologize that Christopher and I screamed at each other. It was very untoward, 
and uh, and we both apologize. At least I do. I don't know if Christopher does. He's too mad at me to still have stuck around for the end of this podcast. So we love you all, podcast family, and we'll see you next week. That kind of thing. Talking about that kind of thing. Shop.thegregcodyshow.com. Get your ornaments, get your shirts, get your hats, everything. 15% off and free shipping now through Sunday. Cool.